Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's Carlene and Jill on the mics. Today, we're two longtime magazine beauty editors turned beauty podcasters, and we're here every single Wednesday to share what's good in the beauty world. You know, all the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. If you're new here, welcome. And hello to my lovely co-host. Hi, Jill. Hi, Carlene. And of course, if you're a longtime listener, we're glad you're here too. We've had some epic guests on our show over the past six years and nearly 300 episodes. Everyone from founders like Hoda Katan and Bobby Brown, celebs like Kate Hudson, Tracy Ellis Ross, makeup and skincare pros like Makeup by Mario and Joanna Vargas just to name a few, but I am giddy with our September lineup. We're kind of crushing it, I have to say. (laughs) And in case you missed it, last week, we welcomed back the board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Shireen Idris. And that was just such a fun conversation. So much skincare knowledge was dropped. And the hits, they just keep coming. Because this week, we are finally getting to sit down with the in-demand Makeup artist of all makeup artists on Instagram, Katie Jane Hughes. Cue the applause. Woo! Katie Jane Hughes, she's a British celebrity and editorial makeup artist based in Brooklyn, New York. Her clients include the likes of Haley Bieber. You may have heard of her. She just did Haley's makeup for the latest road event, that strawberry lip peptide treatment drop. Plus, she has clients like Ashley Graham and Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. When she's not on set working with clients, Katie's, you know, she's got those tips and tutorials coming in hot. And it really has amassed this cult community of beauty enthusiasts. And I think if you were to look at all of the comments over the years, probably the top comment she would be getting is like, when are you coming out with your own line? When Mm -hmm. are we getting Katie Jane Hughes beauty? And we've got news today. Oh, yes. Big news. This month, Katie is finally dropping her much anticipated eponymous range called KJH brand. I do believe that's how she's tagging it on Instagram so far. So her debut product drop, it's a three-piece customizable cream and highlighter kit. It's called the Hyper Shine Highlight Kit. It includes the Hyper Shine Light Pigment, which is a cream highlighter in a little glass pot, plus a Hyper Shine Serum. That's a clear liquid shine formula in a lip gloss shaped tube that's meant to be a mixing medium to be used with the pigments or on its own. And finally, there's also a brush as part of the kit that allows for seamless application of the cream products. 
Yeah, I love that she just took care of that for us and we don't need to wonder what brush to mm. use. So it's basically this versatile and customizable cream highlighter kit. And it really makes all kinds of sense coming from her because she's so well known for that gleaming, gorgeous skin. And, you know, the Hypershine light pigment. So that's the one in the little glass pot that you mm-hmm. mentioned. That's coming in four shades and it's suited to illuminate all complexions. And it's kind of this buildable formula and blendable and... And, you know, we haven't got a chance to get it in our hands just yet. The swatches look gorgeous. We have seen some sneak peek images and it can be worn sort of over or under complexion products or Mm. even mixed with cream blush. Right. And the packaging itself is like this beautiful teal color. It's almost like a more impactful punched up Tiffany blue. Right. And the kit, it's going to be available for purchase directly from her website on September 26th. So this is like a sneak peek, everyone. Yes. And it's going to retail for $75 US and $98 Canadian for the three-piece set. Right. And the website is kjhbrand.com. So I guess that is the official name of the line. And the swatches you were talking about, like there's a light pink, light gold, light copper, light bronze yeah. kind of reminds me of almost maybe like a cream version of some of those hourglass pigments that we love so much. I wonder, Carlene, do you think we saw this being made when we were on our Cosmetica tour? Because we shared a couple of episodes ago that we were we did a factory tour of Cosmetica and we know Katie Jane herself has come in and said that's where she made her product. So that's true. maybe we were there alongside the products in big bins and we didn't even know. I know. We should have swiped up. No, just kidding. We would never. <laughs> we would never. So let's get into our chat today with Katie. She's going to share the news that she could at the time that we sat down with her about her new lineup. But she's also going to drop some serious makeup knowledge, which we love. Everything from the skin products she uses to get her clients red carpet ready, the foundations that have knocked her socks off recently, her mission to normalize skin texture, which is really cool and relatable, plus the oldest item in her kit that she should probably toss, but she just can't quit is revealed. Yeah. Plus, we do a whole rapid fire, everything from her favorite tattoo to her favorite glasses brand. We get to know her. It's so much fun and tips galore, of course. And of course, everything that we discussed today, we will link to it over on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com under the episode recaps tab. And without further ado, welcome Katie Jane Hughes. This episode is brought to you in part by Nutrafol. So nod your head if you're one of the one in two women listening who are experiencing hair thinning. Well, I see you. Perimenopause got me spotting these gaps in my hairline in the mirror. You are not alone and there is hope. Nutrafol has been at this for a while, helping women address hair thinning from within with the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, and no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients, so you get the most reliable result. I use Women's Balance for, you know, when you're in your 40s and dealing with hormonal changes. And if you're not sure which one is right for you, you can go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz to identify causes of your thinning hair. And Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. 
And no matter which formula you choose, Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism. In one clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. And big news, Nutrafol is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. We have a promo code. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off with your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BREAKING. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code BREAKING. Link to this offer on our website in our show notes, Nutrafol.com promo code BREAKING. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Katie Jane Hughes is here. Yes. First of all, we just did an audience survey a couple months ago and you your name kept coming up constantly. People oh. were like, when is she coming on? When is she coming on? We need to know all of your secrets. And so happy. I'm personally such a huge fan of the new newish series you're doing on YouTube, The Uncuts. Thank you. So these are like five to 10 minute videos, everybody, yeah. where Katie is kind of breaking down a topic like contour, blush, could be eyeliner, and she's not making any edits. So you get to see every step of how a pro like you does it. And like that includes like any like cleanup that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much better than like the TikTok transitions that we're in, which is just like you don't see nothing. Y- you yeah. like twirl the makeup brush in front of the camera and then boom. And yeah. then you're like, look incredible. So what inspired these videos and what one has the most views? The one that has the most views is probably my Sephora favorites or something like that, or my 2023 mm. favorites. Okay. Mm. What inspired these videos is actually laziness because I'm not an editor, nor do I really have patience to wait for something to be edited and then me to sit through and sift through and go, oh, I don't like that bit or I don't like this bit. Let's edit this out. And I also don't know my way around a camera very well. Yeah. I know my way around my iPhone very well, but I don't know my way around a camera very well. So I was like, let me just see if I can figure this out on my iPhone. And I yeah. found an app. I'm an anti-gatekeeper. I will tell people everything. I love it. I found an app called Pro Movie Recorder. And it basically lets you shoot with the front camera in 4K. And I was like, okay, done. So I tried it for a few, uploaded them, figured out the way to upload with the highest quality. And I've got these 4K high-res videos from my front camera on my phone that I shoot in under 20 minutes just to keep them short and snappy. And, you know, I wanted to think of a, 
a series of why it made sense to have them unedited or a way to yeah. like at least make it intentional. But I actually love the unedited because I think it's, it feels very true to my aesthetic as a creative and my aesthetic as a person online and sharing a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And yeah. so, yeah, it's working out. I love it. I love it so much. It's also very different in the mix of the content that's being made out there right totally. now. Everything's so I produced love- and edited. Yeah. And- my first entree to like getting into your content was on Instagram. Yes. And I love your content. But yeah, it's like your approach. First of all, I love that you do makeup on yourself because right. I just feel like that's so much more relatable. Yeah. In terms of trying to learn something. And what I like, too, is that sometimes you really push the look. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, it could be a chartreuse eye right. kind of thing. Right. But then somehow, even though it's so creative and editorial, it's something that people can actually do and right. pull off themselves. And right. I loved when you would do the thing where like the challenge the and then you post. Yes, yeah, yes. You would post like the people doing it and yeah. getting the look and right. actually pulling, pulling it, off. it off. So like, how did you come to that? KGH Academy really was born very much like in the pandemic of not having a creative output of being able to put makeup on other people's faces and people DMing me saying, oh, I love this look, but I wonder what it would look like on me. I'm in the black community. I'm in the South Asian community. How would it look? And I'm just like, okay, how about if I just like tell people to create it on themselves and I pick nine people to feature alongside my posts on the feed after a weekend, give people the weekend to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, Honestly, it like blew up and it was a really sort of very, very sort of, it was like a soul project for me in the pandemic. And it was like something to look forward to every mm-hmm. single weekend. And yeah. Sort of, and then obviously when life started to come back to, yeah. back to being busy and crazy and everybody like sque- squeezing in as much stuff as they could. Yeah. It started to fall off a little bit, but I definitely, you know, we, we definitely want to, I want to do more with KJ Academy. It's not yeah. KJ Academy. It's just what's it going to evolve to? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Very cool. And I also love, you know, I think you were one of the first people and I don't know if you use the hashtag as much anymore, but it's still very much your philosophy of like hashtag normalized skin texture mm-hmm. on Instagram. And so you don't use Facetune at all, right? I do not. I have okay. it on my phone. I think just because one time I think I wanted to see what my teeth look like if they were whiter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never, ever suffered my skin texture. I might increase my skin texture actually. Oh, interesting. Because sometimes the iPhone removes it. Yeah. And sometimes Flash removes it. And I want to see texture. I remember yeah. when I used to work back at Space and K in my 20s, early 20s, I was looking at like a pamphlet from a skincare brand. I was like, oh my God, there's literally zero pores on this person's face. That's so weird. And then I think back to then, it's like ingrained in me that like, I want to see pores. I want to see skin. Yeah. I want to see peach fuzz. I want to see texture. Yeah. And then I think it's great that there's people with even more sort of, you know, rosacea and like, you know, cystic acne really sort of showing that off. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's normal. A hundred percent. Normalize it all. And normal, normalize it all. Normalize I mean, anxiety. I mean, normalize I'm, IVF. Normalize everything. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Totally. And I know that you're also really known for this like glow up skin and it's like so fresh and I'm always like, oh, I just want that. How do you make it so the foundation is like imperceptible? And then on top of that, have there been any foundations recently that have like knocked your socks off? There is a new, the reformulation of the Tonti Doll from Lancome is amazing. Mm, I'm, actually, wear, I'm actually wearing it right now. I've got a lot of blush on. I was maybe the saturation of the good. camera is making my blush look more. But it's gorgeous. It's the one with the white cap. It's like skin carrying foundation. It's yes. beautiful. But I love like a good, like I'm obsessed with that rose ink tinted serum, the Radiant Reveal Serum. It's okay. kind of like a lighter version of Glossier Future Do. It's not as thick and not as glossy. I also love Glossier Future Do. And so it, I love those types of products to put under the under the makeup and then put sort of something full coverage where the skin is going to get shiny and oily throughout the day, but then let that shininess be very forward on the high points. Of okay. The okay. And you get that contrast. 
So that's really the, doesn't the look trick. Like shine sheet across your whole face. Yeah. So because I'm, I'm always like, oh, let me use the say super yes. glowy gel. I'm very right. oily, and right. then I'll like, then I will put like I have that foundation yeah. you just talked about. Yeah. I have it in my bag over yeah. there. Yeah. And I'm always like, wait, is this completely wrong? Are you because today? I'm not. I have luminous silk on right now. Oh, it looks but good. It looks good on you. oh, thank you. But you, you're a luminous fan of that. Is, luminous silk is definitely yeah. an OG, and something yeah. that people always go back to. Yeah. It's it's wish that it came in a, a lighter component for my kit but I just carry yeah. concealers in my yeah. kit yeah <laughs> yeah conceal is a lighter and I can typically carry like 50 shades of concealer and yeah I have to depot or decant okay okay so that's not completely out of the question then to use a very glowy base and then put a long wear foundation on top absolutely okay yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it guys all conceal all full <laughs> coverage concealer just where you need it yeah like a skin looking super radiant super glossy super gorgeous and mm-hmm. then just put concealer in an intense coverage around the eyes nose and mouth and it will look like you've got full coverage it'll look like you've got flawless face but it won't look like you've got anything on okay you've not got a mask like finish over the entire right. face you're letting right. a lot of these natural shadows down the cheeks and maybe under the jaw and in the forehead because our, our forehead is always darker than the rest of our face from the sun right. the nose might be a little bit darker than the jawline you know so all of these areas that you don't think of are actually have, have a bit more color than others yeah especially okay. in complexions too i have a question it's from our facebook chat room actually for you from denise but i experienced this as well it's just like the breaking down of the foundation halfway through the day yeah. like yeah we can touch up and stuff but like how do you avoid that i think if, i think the first thing that i always ask people when they give me this question is are you a face toucher not to like blame them but if you're a face toucher that is a definitely a, a thing and so i think that it typically is a bad combination of products, like a combination of some, maybe something silicone in there that doesn't really like the foundation that you're using. It could be that something's uh-huh. rolling. There's many yeah. things. The thing that I always suggest is because it's there's, there's almost too many things that it could be to name. The thing that I always suggest is I say, try a new foundation for the first day that you ever get it with zero on your face. Just wash your face, let your skin dry. If your skin feels super tight and you can't and it's going to like be scraping it on, then you can put like a little something in your hands and just press just to get rid of that tight feeling. But if you can put a foundation on before any skincare, wear it for a few hours, you'll actually see what that foundation is going to do on your face throughout the day. Therefore, then you'll know what to supplement with. Interesting. Hmm. A good good point. Like it makes it, it when you try it, you'll be like, ah. Right. You'll see naturally, like maybe like, where your oil's coming through yep. or what have you. Yep. And yeah. you'll see like, oh wow, I'm a little bit this. And also with pores, foundation being sort of being more visible on the pores. Beauty blenders are really great for that mm-hmm. or just like pressing it in. Sometimes when you sweep too much with a brush, you're just gliding something over and not really kneading it and melting it into the skin that much. If you really sort of start to push something into the skin a little bit, sometimes it can lift off. That could be a dry skin texture. You need yeah. to exfoliate a little perhaps. But that sometimes sweeping with a brush makes those pores up more visible. So you just got to kind of dab it in. It's such a good point because sometimes I'm going, am I blending it or am I taking off my foundation yeah right yeah and i sometimes think i've taken it off too much right. Right. and mm-hmm. then and then i'm like no wonder especially it's in the like, nose area or just like anywhere in here where right. you're trying to get the coverage i'm trying to like blend yeah. it and make it's, it look nice a fine line with pressure. yeah pressure pressure should be delicate brush pressure brush off fingers whichever yeah like you know unless you're trying to get something off yeah yeah it's interesting because there's also like you know sweeping it on versus like stippling it into the skin or like right. something like a long wear like the tanti del however you say that how do you apply that? I apply it with a brush. You do? Or fin- I mean, I actually think that's a beautiful foundation with fingers as well. Okay. But I like a brush just for precision. and just yeah. able to get around the eyes, nose, and mouth. Because I like a small brush. I like a large eyeshadow brush mm-hmm. to like get in and around the nose and eyes and mouth and stuff mm-hmm. instead of a big brush. Yeah. Hmm. A big brush if I know that I want to do coverage from here to here, from the ear to the ear. Yeah. But a small brush if I know I want it just to be concentrated, co- concentrated coverage in the T-zone spread thinly out everywhere else. Okay. 
Okay. Love these tips. Now we had a question from one of our listeners, Kate. I haven't heard this before. So, you know, this one's for the freckled girlies out there. She says, I have a full face of freckles and I like showing them off. I find that a lot of foundations can make them look ashy. Yes. What are Katie's favorite base products for freckled skin? I love to know her favorite base products for no makeup makeup. I would say a good like sheer skin tint, like a face and body from Matt or Glossier skin tint mm-hmm. uh, or even Glossier stretch concealer. What I would say, somebody does like a little bit of coverage though, because, well, there's two things you can do. Sorry, so let me backtrack. You would do whatever complexion you want to do. And you can either go back in with a freckle pen and just redefine the few that you've kind of gone a bit of a tone that you don't like. Or you can take a very pointy Q-tip or a small eyeliner brush and be meticulous and pinpoint it out. But if you keep the complexion sheer, mm-hmm. you shouldn't need to do that. It's only going to like tone them a little. It's if you go too white, if you go too light in your complexion, it's right. going to make it weirder. It's like if you go, if you err on the side of a tad warmer, perhaps it's not going to make them look gray. Okay. Okay. Good tip. It will just give them a slightly sheerer look probably. Okay. Right. And I know you just mentioned the Glossier Stretch Concealer, which a lot of people love. I've heard you say... I think on your channel that a lot of people use that product wrong because they're using it under their eyes. They can't use it under their yeah. eyes. It's just a greasy concealer. And I love yeah. that about it. That's yeah. like, it's my favorite thing about that product. It's like a emollient rich. But it's not for covering concealer. dark circles. It's not a coverage concealer. Yeah. It's, it's like a, I don't like makeup and I just want to look like I've got, you know, a little bit better skin than what I had. I typically use that product with a fluffy brush over my entire face. Mm. like a tinted whole face because it's so it's it's sheer but it's not it's like i was having a conversation with a pd ashley at glossy a couple weeks ago she's like i can't believe you think it's sheer i was like i guess the way i'm using it makes it sheer it's right. like it's like anything you could make up you could make double wear from essay load right. of sheer if you wanted to right you just put in a you put like a juiciest skin prep of your life underneath yeah it's yeah gonna shear it down by like eight fifty to 80 percent yeah so i love that product so much but yeah i like to shear it through over the entire surface of the face and then i actually my favorite combo of two concealers is glossier stretch with the NARS Soft Matte Complete Concealer. Oh. So I'll do Glossier Stretch everywhere and then I'll do Soft Matte Complete Concealer just under the eyes and nose and mouth because that matte texture I want in those areas where I'm right. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Right. Going to get a little bit creasing. But I will also make sure it's not too greasy under there first. I'm not like putting glossy stuff and then putting matte over the top it's like you've got to have it sheer first Conair is one of our show partners this week, and I want to introduce you to the new Curl Secret by Conair. So this is a ceramic barrel auto curler, and really this is going to be the new go-to styling tool for effortless curls. At the push of a button, hair goes in, curl comes out. It's just like magic. So the reimagined auto curler, to me, the update, it's really all about customization with this tool. You can select the desired temperature. So there's five different ones to choose from for all hair types. You can also decide on what curl type you want. So whether you want defined curls or you want loose waves, or you just want sort of that beachy wave look, 
and you can decide the curl direction. So I tried it and you simply place a section of hair into the automatic curler. It kind of has this peekaboo chamber around the ceramic barrel. Then you push start and watch hair gently wrap around the barrel. And it even beeps when it's time to release the auto curler. And I find that working in smaller sections, you get a better result. So it's got that ceramic barrel to protect your hair. And don't worry about tangles. Be sure to brush your hair out really well beforehand. And then they actually have built-in anti-tangle tech that helps keep hair smooth and protected while styling. So you get those longer lasting curls. And I think one of my favorite features is that there's an auto shut off. So if the curler has been on for 60 minutes, it actually automatically shuts off. That peace of mind is just so, so great. So if you want to check this out for yourself, you can shop Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. Once again, shop Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. We'll link to this product in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. We're going to continue to get your secrets. Is it true that you use a credit card to exfoliate? <laughs> I do it on my body. Okay. I take an old credit card in the shower. And I think I read it somewhere else. And then I was like, I did that and tried it and it worked. You take an old credit card and it like literally scrapes dead skin off your body in, in the shower. It's amazing. Hell yeah. And there's actually okay. a tool. They've made a tool. It's like a wooden handle with like a blade, but it's it's not a blade. It's like a piece of metal that's like blunt, very, very blunt. Yeah. And, you know, soft at the edges, whatever. But it doesn't do as good as not as good as a credit card. Okay. <laughs> Is it Discover pack. Card, Amex, any preference? Amex. Amex. Yeah. <laughs> gold Amex. How did I know that? Keep gold Amex on the go. Yeah. I actually don't own an Amex, so it's not an Amex. Love it. Love it. <laughs> we need to talk about your bat wing eyeliner hack. So first of all, this is a trick for hooded eye girlies out there like myself so that bold eyeliner looks don't disappear. I feel like I haven't tried it that well, but please, can you explain it to, if for our audience who's listening what it looks like? You're actually wearing it, but in the eyeshadow version. Yeah, You're okay. wearing the eyeshadow version of the exact same thing. Okay, okay. You've gone invisible space with your eyes open. Yes. That is the only thing you need to know. The only thing you need to know is go and play in the space where you can see when your eyes are open and looking straight ahead at someone. Okay. If you do your eye makeup like this. Closed eyes. Most your eyes, eyes closed. If most eyes with your eyes closed or your eyes look down or pulling your eyelid up or whatever. Most eyes, you're going to lose a lot of the color. Like mm. most of us will, unless yeah. you're two years old. Yeah. But it's, I mean, take a look at the ca- at your camera and let's Which just, one's get, it, let's just get a tight on Jill. Number four, number let's four. Let's get a tight on Jill and those <laughs> perfectly applied eyeshadow because you've got hooded eyes. Yeah. But I can see your eyeshadow thoroughly. Yeah. I feel though, great. but I feel like the liner looks so much cooler. That's what liner, I'm trying liner to achieve. Looks definitely more dramatic. Yes. But you could wear liner with this. And this I think, is true. But with you, on your eyes, I would keep your eye open for the wing, mm-hmm. but then I would have to close your eye to get across the lash line. Right. But I would keep it slim across the lash line. Yeah. And then I would sort of just be meticulous about how I'm, you know, getting it done. Yeah. But, I mean, it's totally doable. It's a case yeah. of just kind of doing a little bit of your head up for the lash line, head neutral for the wing, and just sort of doing it in bits. Yeah. And using a medium that isn't too fluid if the eyeliner that you're using is too liquidy it can actually create a mess and then you'll panic and whatever i think starting with like a coal pencil yeah starting to learn and practice with coal or even an eyeshadow and a skinny eyeliner brush is because it's you know and just practice on the weight when you're not going anywhere don't i don't do, do it, it like right pressure-y. before bed basically yeah, perfect and then you take it off 
And right. I'm like, who cares? And whatever. it's muscle memory too. And yeah. it's also the angle of your hand kind of changes everything. It's like if I went on, if I went and did eyeliner like that with my arm down here, my eyeliner is going to go down. I have to go in line with my eye for it to go out. Or if I want it to go up, I might go like every, every, my hand position is changing depending on where it's going. Yeah. So holding your elbow down by your side is not the best position. It's holding. Actually, your... that is good because you're giving yourself stability. But uh-huh. the placement of the pencil in your fingers is very important. Should so be like parallel to your eye. Parallel to your eye if you want it to come out of the side. Okay. But also that said, it, this is counterintuitive to all these tips. But if if any of those things are something you're not doing and you're getting what you want, don't change it. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair. Doesn't, it doesn't matter, but as long as it works for you, it makes you happy. And do you use eyeshadow primer? I don't, actually. I don't love them. I find that they sticky the shadow too much, and I yeah. then can't blend the shadow over the top. I think I like, for my priming technique, just a tiny bit of concealer and some powder. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I do think that some people do need primer. Yeah. Like, if somebody's like an eyeshadow wearer, I would imagine you like a primer. For yeah, I do. Although I have to admit my favorite one, which is from Urban Decay, and I've used it for years. I think there's like a slight, I don't know, there's, it's tacky, right? It's almost like a glue element. It's starting to make my eyes water. Oh, like really? as I've gotten older, it's like it's like irritating a little more. Try the milk one. No, that one might be nice. For you. Okay, you try that one. I okay. like milk one, and I like kind of like the the Too Faced ones too. But yeah, I don't like live by a, a, yeah. a primer. I'm, I'm like a primer no prim, no primer person. Okay, hmm. love it. Okay, what about mascara? Is there a trick for not letting it smudge all over your lids when applying? Yes, looking down into a mirror. So if you look, okay. if this is your mirror, my hand, I've changed my eyelash position like tenfold. My eyelashes are now down here versus in line with my lid. Right. So if you look down into a mirror, you'll get much more seamless application as far as it being on the skin. If you do get it on the skin, let it dry. Take a spoolie, a soft, soft spoolie, not a hard spoolie. Could be an eyebrow wand. It could be an old spoolie from an old mascara that was soft and you just cleaned it and kept it because they're totally usable. They're makeup brushes mm-hmm. inside those mascara and mascara tubes. And then you just buff it off. Because right. you gotta let it dry till it gets like crunchy and then you flaky and then you Okay. It off. And I need to ask what would be the eyeliner you would use to batwing Jill's eyes? I would use probably the Vive Muse one or the oh Surat Beauty one, or I would use Fix Plus from MAC with a bit of a black eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. But that isn't gonna give us insane longevity, but I would probably do or I would do a cold pencil first and yeah. then a liquid over the top. But I, I just discovered do... Vive Muse. It's amazing. They finally, I was finally able to get my hands on it and I brought it with me. Did you try the eyeliner? Not, she didn't send me the eyeliner. The she eyeliner just sent me, actually cool. she did send me the eyeliner. I just haven't tried it yet. It's very, very good. I am obsessed with the eyeshadow palette. Yeah. They're and she's so cool. She is. She's the best. Jamie's yeah. the best. Yeah. We love Jamie. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you in part by Rocket Money. So I don't know if many of you have heard of Rocket Money. I had not. Here's why you need to know about it. This is one of those clever things. It reminds I'm in LA right now. People here, they just know all the hacks. You can pre-book your parking spot at Dodger Stadium. You know, you can bid for it. You can take an executive ride instead of Uber and like pay bottom dollar and look like a celebrity getting out of your vehicle. Rocket Money is like that. It's so smart. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. So if you've ever like me signed up for a free trial and then forgot about it and suddenly you're being charged, that's the kind of thing that Rocket Money will catch. They'll also alert you to an increase in subscription price and they'll even cancel a subscription with just a click of a button so you don't have to be sitting on the phone for hours on end on hold. 
And according to Rocket Money, the average person has 12 paid subscriptions going at any given time and only remember signing up for about half of them. Most of us think we're spending around $80 a month on subscriptions. No, no, no. They've discovered we're spending more like $200. So it's just by putting all of these subscriptions in one place, we can see exactly where our money is going. And apparently even they will negotiate our bills down for us. So you're spending like 20% less. That's amazing. Rocket Money has over 3 million users and counting saving customers an average of $700 a year. Think of all those beauty products you could be buying instead. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com beauty. That's rocketmoney.com beauty. We're going to link to that in our show notes and on our website, rocketmoney.com beauty. So we know that you've collaborated in the past with like Elemis, Revlon, Glossier, mm. and now you are working on, this is big news, Katie Jane Hughes, your own line. What can you tell us? What can you reveal right here on Breaking Beauty? You know, this has been a long time coming. I've been sampling this formula that I'm launching in September for a good three years now. Mm. And I actually just want to preface that with, I don't necessarily, I, yes, some things do take a long time to develop, but I'm not going to be one of those brand founders that like, oh my God, this is revolutionary. <laughs> this has never been done before. <laughs> this brand is going to be exclusively about education and there is a bonus of products that is tangible in your hand that you mm -hmm. can hold and take with you in your day. Okay. And I found myself sort of having that like, you know, existential feeling of like, do I want to do a brand one day? Do I not? I don't know. What's There's so much stuff already out there. And I still feel that way. And so it's definitely going to be a slow a slow beauty type of brand versus a fast beauty type of brand. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I decided to actually move forward with, with the concept of a brand, a product. It's not a brand yet. It's a product when it drops because it's only one, one thing. When it kept dawning on me that like people would always be like, oh, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And I'm like, well, this is from Mac. This is from Estee Lauder. This is from you know, whatever. And there was nowhere for everybody to ever buy all of those things in one go, really, because like sometimes Sephora wouldn't sell something and you'd have to go there to, right. to Nima Marcus or whatever. And so I was like, okay. Then it came down to education. And I was like, how do I educate with product? I educate by kind of almost breaking it down and reversing it. And I'm like, okay, don't think of what the product is or what it does or what it says on the label. Think about the texture. Let's look at the texture. Let's talk about the texture. Let's see, you know, what that texture does on the skin. What mm -hmm. things do over that texture? Like people say, how yeah. do I stop my mascara from creasing? I'm like, what's your eye cream? It's the texture of your eye cream. It's making your mascara move, not mm -hmm. your mascara probably. Mm -hmm. Could be the heat of the 95 degree day today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could also very much be your eye cream. Anyway, or your concealer. So that's when I was like, I need to create a brand that's extremely educational. Not that the other brands aren't doing it, but like love Glossier so much. So this isn't a dig. This is me just saying Glossier is the brand that you don't need any education for those products. That's you just right. whip it out of your bag and you mm -hmm. can do it without even needing Skin a Skin first, makeup second. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like even the lip colors, not the new ones probably, mm -hmm. but even that kind of the new ones because Jisoo is like a fluffy matte. You can, if you're creative and you're crafty, you can kind of just go in the center of the lip and smear it. And I think you could be confident not to use a mirror for that product. That said, I want products that are complicated. Right. My products are going to be complicated. I want them to be reverse Ooh. engineered versions of things that already exist. So I'm deconstructing something that already exists and giving to you in separate packaging. Okay. Mm. Fascinating. Okay. It's like this first drop is going to be like a deconstructed highlighter. So there's multiple textures come in the same box. Okay. okay. And then a brush. So cool. you've got the, you're in control. Yeah. You're in total control of what it is. Four shades. Okay. One mixing medium. 
Oh, okay. okay. Incredible. So why did you start there with a highlighter? I don't know. I think it felt like the easiest thing for me because I knew highlighter and dewy skin so well. And I felt like I knew the formulas that I wanted to try. And I sampled a cream formula from a Canadian lab in a stick. And I was like, I want this, but I want you to take whatever that wet thing is inside that's making it a cream and separate it and give it to me in a tube. Mm. And then put that cream, shiny, glossy, shimmery stuff with the pearl in a jar and make it more intense and make it more opaque and make it more of everything. Yeah. And then I want to be able to say to the consumer, the, the user of this product, take a drop of the serum of your oily, mix it with the creme. Take four drops of the serum of your dry, mix it with the creme and tap it on your face. Oh, interesting. And you can use it on eyes, lips and face everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the brush is the Brush is new? like a beautiful angled brush. The packaging is green. The, the packaging is green. We're probably going to change the color of the packaging with each evolution of a category. Oh, wow. So I want your dressing table to be like, oh, that, okay, that's green. That's my cheap stuff. Oh, that's my, that's Ed. As much as I can... With this brand, I don't want anything to be specific to that one area. Like I'll very much be like, oh, well, if it's a lip product, I also want it to be safe for the cheeks. Right, versa. right. So, yeah. But I just kind of want to, everything's going to have its like, you know, general category, right? So I, it's going to start with like a green, green on teal color story. The next product that I want to do will have like a purple on mulberry color story. So like I'm so much more inspired by color combinations than I am like anything else. I think yeah. color stories, like I remember driving through like Notting Hill one day and seeing three houses that met that touched in like on one of those cute streets and nothing else. Like, oh my God, those houses are so pretty next to each other because the colors yeah, work. That's right. One time I opened my tumble dryer and there was a red sweater, a pink, a dark red sweater, a pink sweater, and then like something out and then a even darker red again and three colors next to each other. And I was like, took a picture of it. And I went and created a makeup look inspired by those colors and wow. used it as a carousel because it's just like, inspiration is everywhere. That's yeah. So it's really, truly everywhere. It's true. I love this concept because I was saying to Jill that there's something that, kind of sad happened when the when the industry shifted with content creators from YouTube, which was all about tutorials. Yeah, yeah. And then that was oversaturated yeah. and everything moved to like the five second video on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. But it was like the evolution of the tutorial kind mm -hmm. of got lost in mm -hmm. the process. And mm -hmm. I was like, for somebody like me who is not a makeup artist, I don't have time to watch mm -hmm. a 50 minute video, but I still need that education. Like I right. need Right. that help. Right. So, yeah. and I said to Jill, I was like, there's actually a real opportunity right. here right. for, you know, certain people to step in, which I feel like you've done so well, but I love that there's now kind of like a brand to go with that ethos. Yes. It feels like. Yeah. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It, I, I'm not definitely not the only person doing it. I think Violette does an amazing job she of does, educating yeah. with her content for, around the brand. Mm -hmm. I think she even started obviously, with her well. educational platform on YouTube. It was beautiful. But everybody, what I've learned so much over the years of teaching so much on YouTube and on, sorry, on social, because YouTube's new, is that everybody learns very differently from different people. It's almost like mm -hmm. different people's voices kind of click in people's heads. Mm -hmm. And that's why there is so much room at the table for everybody. And there should never yeah. be like this, like, oh, gatekeeping situation. Because I can show a makeup look. Somebody else is going to be able to create it identically the same because mm -hmm. they don't have my hands. Mm -hmm. not, right. not, that, not saying that in an ego way. It's, yeah. it's, it's just fact. It's like I was talking to a hairdresser friend about you know, about it. She's like, I could give somebody my my whole kit and show them how to do the look, but they're mm -hmm. not going to re recreate the same because yeah. there's, there's nuances that we each have differently. And that's what makes it beautiful because we're different. Yeah. Yeah. I even saw you, you like recreated the Patty Dubroff, Sophia yeah. Ritchie makeup yeah. and it's like, and it's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's just not, a it's slight not, different. Hands, yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. It's literally. And so I think it's important that we all share the space and we're all, we all honor each other. But I do agree heavily that like we're all, I'm exhausted on social media these days because everything is so fast and it's almost like that fast then 
affects you in a way that then affects you when you're not even on social media mm-hmm. because then I think mm-hmm. everything else feels like it has to be that fast for it to for you to be able to get loads of stuff done but yeah it's like I'm a I'm a I'm like a critical list maker like I make a list every single day and I tick off my things at the end of the day and it helps me feel like I've done done mm-hmm. gone about my day mm-hmm. and if I had if I don't do that I'm not like together or I don't feel buttoned up but you know the the whole like super super viral everything everybody wants something to go viral that's the feeling yeah mm-hmm. these days which is sad really in a way because it's a sad feeling to feel that like you're just on the rat race of like you're on the hamster wheel of feeling yeah. like something has to you know and I just wish that we could like strip it back a little bit which is what I'm trying to do with YouTube essentially yeah. is just strip it back and bring a little bit more slow and a little bit more and that's why sometimes when my voiceovers even on my fast speedy reels I'm like hi welcome <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally I just started because my husband sleeps 10 feet away from where I'm making my voiceovers I once was just like let me just be a bit quiet because Tarek's snoring up there right and then people are like oh my god your voice is so soothing and then it kept happening I was like okay great so I'll keep doing this this is fun it's a thing yeah. it's yeah. a thing what's been the like anything surprised you like about this product development situation like or yeah. did you or did you surprise yourself where you where you were like so assured and what you knew that you wanted or I would be horrific I think in a mm. product lab because I just there'd be too I, many choices yeah the other day I was on a lab in Canada and there was so many choices of like new innovation that I was looking at. I was like oh my god I would love to develop that I want to develop that I want to develop that but you have to like slow down and be like okay but mm. why do I want to develop that and does it already exist right if it doesn't exist how can you if it does exist how do we change it make it make it different or better and so definitely packaging is the hardest part I have a packaging consultant thank god she is amazing and I could not do it without her she's like the one that's like telling the lab like no this just is not good enough you need this to not leak this has to you know be tighter this has to be this like this this logo is like off whatever Mm -hmm. formula is very much like in my wheelhouse I'm very comfortable with formula ingredient lists that's a cosmetic that's a cosmetic chemist situation and I'll get there in time but I you know I'm I'm doing my due diligence and hiring the right people to be able to like make sure that I'm doing everything appropriately and correctly but formula and texture and what something does and performs is like, I fucking love it. It's oh, so fun. That's yeah. so fun. So fun. I'm so excited to get my hands on it and I'm play so with everything. We don't have a ton of time with you, but I did want to ask you because you work with so many high profile celebrities. You did Hailey Bieber recently. What are the top three skin products you use for those high profile kind of situations? And what do you, you know, like a red carpet look? For red carpet skin, I actually like to keep skin prepped to a minimum because I'm not with them. And so... It's that said, Haley prepped her own skin when I did her makeup last week. Okay. I was like, is your skin prepped on? She was like, yeah. And it looked perfect. And I was like, I'm not touching it. There's no point. She oh. knows her skin better than anybody. Right. She, her skin is, I can't even, it's otherworldly. Her yeah. skin is bonkers. And she just knows, she knows how to do it very well. And that's why I believe in her brand so much because yeah. I don't think she's just this person that slapped a name on a product. Yeah. She truly, truly knows what those ingredients are doing. She truly knows how to, what a formula should look and feel yeah. like and what the ingredients yeah. are. She's consulting with the right creatives as well on the on the side, like in the cosmetic chemist area. So for Haley, she prepped her own skin, but she also didn't overdo it, which I was really glad about because then it allowed for me to build on top of it. Sometimes did makeup for a person about six months ago. She's a industry person versus a celebrity. She was like, shall I do my skincare? I was like, no, I'll do it. She was like, it's okay, I'll do it. I'll just put a little bit. I was like, just do a little bit of oil or a little bit of serum or something. Oh my God, she sat in that chair. She'd put on an oil, a serum, full creme de la mer, bloody greasy <laughs> face cream and that makeup. And I like tried to like massage it through and get some of it off. Yeah. But I didn't want to be offensive to her and then take off her skincare. Not offensive, yeah. but I didn't want to be like, okay. Yeah, redo, but redo, yeah. it was just yeah. slipping and sliding and nothing would stick. And I was just like, oh my God. And so, you know, it, there's instances where I would take it off and start again. It was working. It was just harder to get there. Yeah. But I like a, I like a more 
silky surface than oh, a wet surface to prep mm-hmm. yes. on celebrities because I like being able to then add emollients with shiny serums and shiny glossy products mm-hmm. after if I need more shine. Yeah. Because then at least I know the skincare isn't going to start sinking through, like bleeding through the makeup and then getting yeah. it the night. Silky base product. I actually would say it's not a base product and it's an exfoliator. I would mm. say like a Ren Ready Steady Glow Tonic is the one step that I think is essential because if there's dry skin on that face, nothing is going to look sexy and sleek and polished. You'll do it in the moment? Yeah. You'll, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Good. Instant Good result. Instant just glow. a little. Or yeah. I'll give them a flannel and a face wash and be like, can you just go into the bathroom and buff your skin because yeah. you're dry? That's what I'll do on set. Most of them are celebrity clients. Yeah. Celebrity clients, typically their skin is yeah ridiculous and they're getting facials frequently and stuff and so it's it's not as much of a it's not as much of a worry there but with like models i love to always have like a a flannel like buff get that dry skin on right yeah it's like everybody that the secret's out of you see katie coming toward you with a face cloth (laughs) (laughs) you know you've done something bitch you're dry go in the bathroom yeah (laughs) even me if i go to bed i go to bed before i go to bed i'll use like a cleanser i love the beauty cleanser so much it's like it's literally like butter I'll put it on my skin and then wash it off with a hot washcloth and I'll really scrub with the cloth. And then mm-hmm. I'll sometimes prep with skincare. Sometimes I'll just let my skin, I'll let my natural oils sort of acclimate. Do their thing. Yeah. yeah. I just want to pretend for a second that you take a trip to Europe and the airline has lost all of your baggage, <laughs> unfortunately, very sadly. Somebody has given you a coupon to go into Beauty World. This is an imaginary store. (laughs) And you go in, you're only allowed to buy three products. It doesn't matter the price point, but you're only allowed to walk out with three things. What would those three things be? A mascara, a red lipstick, and a concealer. And which ones? Oh, (laughs) mascara would be Tower 28, Make Waves. Red lipstick would be Beso from Stila. And a concealer would be stretched from glossy. The concealer is obviously a complexion product, but it is also a mixing medium for that lipstick to oh. then turn that red lipstick into a pink lipstick for your cheek as a blush. The mascara, if you do it the right way, you can also create eyeliner. Right. Wow. Except for my eyebrows. And also, yeah, your brows are <laughs> so iconic at this point. Nice. It's, I'm staring at them. I'm like, evolved. what the hell? Oh it's amazing. I look back at photos from 10, six, seven years ago when I started doing social. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> those are not cute. But you, you, they look like you they have individual hairs. hairs. That's good. Thanks. They're very like, it's, it's therapeutic to do it. I love this pen from Nabla. Nab, I don't want to say it like that. Nabla, N-A-B-L-A. Nabla, it's an Italian brand. Beautiful. Oh, interesting. Very good. Okay. We'll, formula, we'll link to that, formula. guys. Don't I worry. I actually we'll thought that, that would have been maybe one of your first products, but people maybe. do say that. I actually have an idea for for something in the eyeliner, eyebrow category, but it would be a slightly different innovation, slightly different. They've got two interesting ideas, okay. but uh, yeah, okay, all right, sneak peek. I want to like give. I want. I want. Me, I want people to feel like they're artists when they're doing their makeup, not makeup artists, painters, artists. Oh, beautiful. Bob, Bob, Bob okay. Ross vibes. Beautiful. Love it. We have one more question for you before we do a fun round of rapid fire. You kind of touched on this earlier, but you have opened up about some personal stuff on social media as well. Hashimoto's anxiety, as you were saying, normalize Mm -hmm. it. Fertility journey, normalize it. Is there anything that you've learned in the past handful of years when a lot of us have really been looking inward that you'd like to share that made a profound difference in your life? You know, over the past like month, I felt like particularly frazzled with like my mom's been a little bit in and out of hospital with some mm. health stuff. And then Tarek and I have been trying to purchase a home in Jersey that's, you know, or ever anywhere an hour outside. Of, there's just been so much happening with the brand, with possible home things falling through left, right and center, my mom and being far away. And just like taking time to be still until just not 
just to focus on something that brings you joy. For me, it's cleaning the house with loud music on and just dancing around and being silly and goofy. But the thing that's truly, truly helped me in like a way that actually I could actually, that I think would impact other people more profoundly than what I just said is there's an app that I discovered last summer before I was about to travel. I'm a nervous flyer. I'm just a general anxiety person, but travel is a difficult one for me, especially when it's like a lot of, I'm good. I'm fine when it's just like one quick red eye to London and I'm there for two weeks and then coming back. But last summer we were going to Cairo on a 10 hour flight with Leerven, Germany. Then there was a five hour car ride to the beach. Mm -hmm. And then there was, I had to come back to America for a quick job to then go back to the UK. So it was like a lot of, it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't want to fly over the ocean that many times in one month. Like it freaks me out. It scares me, whatever. Even though I know I'm very safe in an aircraft, it's silly. I'm like, you know, I bike around the city like a hooligan. So I know the mm -hmm. odds are being in a plane are much safer than my everyday That's life. Right. <laughs> it's, I found an app called Dare, D-A-R-E. Hmm. And it's this guy with an Irish accent that's just speaking to you through his app. And it is friggin' amazing. And he talks to you and it calms you down. But he, he's talking to you in a way that's like analytical and like data versus it's going to be okay. Right. You're going to be fine. Just hug your dog. Like, it's not that. It's 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 that, like, why is the brain doing this? And how do I actually then t challenge this? So one of the things that this app tells you to do, mm -hmm. when you're in an anxious, anxious state, let's say right now, if I was having a panic attack for whatever reason, you have to then, something in my brain has will switch on and it would say to that anxious mini Katie inside of my, my chest or belly, okay, but can you make it hurt more? Can you make it feel worse? And when you actually say to your anxiety, okay, anxiety, can you actually make these feelings feel worse? It can't. You literally ask it to. You literally try and say, make it feel worse. And then when it actually doesn't get worse, mm -hmm. you then realize that it's not real. Mm. And so it just starts to like dissipate a little bit. And then the more oh, that you do amazing. it, the better it gets. Yeah, incredible. It's, just, it's, it's amazing. It's truly, truly amazing. And you have to listen to it. I think I probably didn't okay. relay the message as accurately as it is. I just, I just Googled it. Amazing. It says the DARE. It's a dare panic response. and anxiety relief yep. app. Yep. You had me at Irish guy. I feel yeah. like anybody listening. <laughs> his accent though, he's yeah. like, he's like, so the dare response, D-A-R-E. I'm like, oh my God. The way he says aw is so cute. Yeah. It's not like saying the full word air. Yeah, yeah. D-A-R-E. I love it. It's bloody great. Oh my gosh, that's a great impression. Yeah, and thank you for sharing that. That yeah. I feel like that's going to really help you. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. We're going to link to that, truly, guys. Truly the best, the best app I ever downloaded. Yeah, ever. Okay, right, let's do some fun rapid fire. Jill, kick yeah. it off. Okay, Katie Jane Hughes. What is the oldest makeup item in your kit that you just can't quit? <laughs> oh my god, that's really hard, you guys. Like oldest years or oldest like in the like down to the nub. Of, yeah, down to oh, the nub. Oh, like of the endless thing. cacao lip liner. It's probably about this. It's probably the size of a like a cigarette butt. Yeah. Okay. Wait, which liner? Endless cacao. Well, it's not lip liner. Endless cacao for makeup products. Pencil that I used to like. Okay. Which makeup product do you think most people are using wrong and what's the fix? <gasps> it's having your brushes loose in a makeup bag with Ooh. your products floating in there as well because there is no way those brushes are clean because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They should go in a tiny little Ziploc bag, punch a few holes in it to keep them air aired out. Okay. A tiny little Ziploc bag can then go inside your makeup bag. Separate okay. that shit. Okay. Okay. And and a, and a sharpener. Sharpener should always go in a Ziploc bag inside your makeup bag. Okay. Separate. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. Made a mess out of those before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is iconic to your look. What's your favorite glasses brand? I mean, accessible Warby. Well, mid, mid level, mid range accessible Warby Parker. I feel like Warby Parker always have amazing options. But then my favorite glasses currently are these Danielle Rat Ray. They're kind of like a small cat eye, but with a squared off 
Fauna. They're mm. amazing. Danielle Rattray, she's Scottish. She's amazing. Amazing. Small, okay. small female. What are you business. wearing today? These are Warby Parker. They're called the Abe and they are transitions because I am 95 years old inside. <laughs> yeah. But they're also amazing. I go outside and they literally convert to sunglasses. It's like, great. I don't have to take, I hate going out of the house. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, my bag is yeah like, tiny. Teeny, teeny weeny, teeny, teeny weeny little Gucci over there. Yeah. If you were a makeup shade, what shade would you be? Makeup shade. I would say frisky pink. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love no. that. Wait, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm trying to describe a color, but I don't know how to describe it. The color is a pinky reddish tone with shimmer in it, like for the lip, like very days of our lives. Like, okay. I feel like I'm like, I'm like a new now reincarnation of somebody from an 80s. Okay. Last question. Okay. What's your favorite tattoo and what does it mean to you? I have an elephant on my inner elbow. It's an elephant with a J written into the Tosca because my nan, when I was little, would tell us that as so my nan's name was Edna, but she would go by Judy because she hated the name Edna. And I was like, so where did you get the name Judy from? And I always used to call her Edna. I was like, I are Edna. She's like, oh, come over. And so I'd say, <laughs> Hi, Edna. And, and it, so I'd say, where's Judy come from? She was like, oh, well, when I was a girl, and we don't know whether this is true or fake information. When I was a girl, I used to ride an elephant called Judy in Battersea Park. And for years and years, I was just like, that's such bogus, Nan. What are you like? I, we were all just like, yeah, all right, Nan, whatever. And then I Googled it as I was getting this tattoo and there was elephants in Battersea Park in like the 40s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Incredible. It's probably true. So I got a tattoo from my Nan because my so cousin was going to get one. And I was like, you should get an elephant. And she didn't. And then I was like, fine, I'm getting it then. I also noticed this five it. plus five over here. Oh, that means if it isn't going to matter in five years, don't stress it for more than five minutes. Do I practice that? No. Do I try? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for spending thank time you. with us. Thank you for having we me. know it's that so you're fun. so busy. You're so in demand. And I'm so pumped for you and your brand. Yeah, I'm very excited. I know that our it's audience terrified. is going to be chomping at the bit to try it as oh. well. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.